VCY America presents Crosstalk, a nationwide call-in program discussing issues that have an effect on our families, our communities, our churches, our nation, and our world. Crosstalk, an opportunity for you to voice your concerns for biblical principles. And now live by satellite and around the world on the Internet at vcyamerica.org. Here is today's Crosstalk. Friends, we thank you for joining us on Crosstalk today here on VCY America. Increasingly, the push for full acceptance and promotion of the LGBTQ plus agenda is advancing. With all the indoctrination that's been happening in our society, now according to one poll, close to 30%, so like 28% of Gen Z adults, are identifying as LGBTQ. Women's sports are being decimated and dominated by men who are identifying as women. The NFL, leading up to the Super Bowl, is committed to bowing to the diversity, equity, and inclusion movement, and it will be hosting the third annual A Night of Pride with GLAAD during Super Bowl week next Wednesday in Vegas. Additional LGBTQ plus appointments to the federal bench are being made by the Biden administration. Polyamory is on the increase. Ladies and gentlemen, it's my opinion that we are fast approaching the days of Lot. Scripture tells us of his fleeing from Sodom, his fire and brimstone rained down from heaven. Well, joining us to address these issues, we welcome back to Crosstalk Peter LaBarbera, the founder and president of Americans for Truth, also starting a new group, Center for Morality. He's a former reporter for the Washington Times and LifeSiteNews.com, a former contributing editor for Human Events. Peter, thanks for joining us today. Uh, thank you, Jim. Uh, thanks for the opportunity. Peter, let's let's break this down here today. There is so much that's taking place, but uh, there is this new poll that has come out from the Public Religion Research Institute, PRRI, that is claiming that Gen Z adults, 28% of Gen Z adults, that's ages 18 to 25, according to them, are now identifying as LGBTQ. Yeah, Jim, this is just unbelievable. I don't fully believe uh, that number. Uh, The PRRI is a more liberal polling outfit, and it's in their interest to provoke progressivism and uh, the idea of progressive religion, progressive Christianity, which, as you know, often flouts uh, biblical principles. Nevertheless, we found out from Gallup in 2020, early 2022, based on uh, polling the year before, of uh, the number of 20.8% of Gen Zers were identifying as LGBT. And so now this one has it at 28% a few years later. And the, the, you know, the obvious crisis is here of this uh, total mainstreaming of, of perversion to young people, regardless of what the perversion is. The, the, the perversions keep expanding, of course, because once you uh, made homosexuality, which God calls an abomination, which means detestable. Once you normalize that, uh, how are, in the, in the name of diversity, how do you say no to other perversions? And that's exactly what we've seen since homosexuality was mainstreamed. And so now the kids are completely confused, and uh, I fear that only a revival can bring America back from this, because it's it's sort of a cascading deviance where the numbers keep increasing, and a lot of these uh, young people now think it's just normal. In fact, they almost think that homosexuality is just a square thing. Now it's you got to be non-binary, or now the new one, polyamory, or gender fluid, all these different perversions that spring out of the LGBTQ, and Q stands for queer, movement. Yeah, and I am seeing, according to their poll, 72% of Gen Z adults identified as straight, 15% as bisexual, 5% as gay or lesbian, 8% as something else, and that's the whole uh, you know, listing of the alphabet that, that follows after this. And Peter, as I read these numbers, and again, you call, you know, call into question even the, uh, the, the, the poll itself, but, but in, even in light of that, we see that, that indoctrination is paying off. I mean, we have, are introducing preschoolers, uh, with, with these preschool television programs, whether it be Arthur or even, uh, Peppa Pig has had episodes and Sesame Street and others. The indoctrination is starting young. Children are going to school. And and uh, talked about uh, that that you know boys can be girls and girls can be boys etc. And that indoctrination continues all through elementary schools. It is really a, a showcase then throughout the later grades in school. College is just off the charts. Universities are cranking out students uh, indoctrinated into this uh, 
uh, ideology. And is it any wonder that what the product coming forth is one that we're seeing numbers like this escalate? Yeah, Jim, this is a full-scale propaganda movement. And as I said, um, when you normalize deviance, sexual deviance, way back when, which began in the late 60s, early 70s, on a mass level, with the, the media starting to sympathize with so-called gay, which are basically proud homosexual activists, um, and it just spreads from there. Deviance begets more deviance. And, Jim, I've seen it in the classroom. I've spoken in classrooms in Ohio, high school classrooms, and you just see this. This, I mean, the young kids today, I don't think they can even re- remember. Some of them don't even know a time when homosexual so-called marriage wasn't legal in their mind, yeah. you know, which is, remember, for us, that was the huge one of the of the breaking points, right? Um, and so now you see people who are shocked at the transgender agenda, but we can't forget that um, millions and millions of Americans were shocked at the idea of two men or two women, you know, getting so-called married. And so what happens with the left is they sort of overwhelm the system because Americans are flooded with one perversion. Then they start reacting, and then they're reacting to that, and then another one comes. And so just as we're yeah. seeing this sort of tidal wave of opposition to the transgender, so-called transgender agenda, the idea that, that uh, uh, children are only assigned a sex at birth instead of born boy or born girl and all that nonsense and that idiocy, actual lunacy, as we're reacting to that, what do you see? And we're going to be talking about this later, but you see another movement called the polyamory movement, mm-hmm. which is basically multiple partner uh, so-called relationships and doing away with the idea of monogamy. And so just as we're reacting to one left-wing sexual agenda, another one comes forward, and of course the media will promote that, just like it promotes every deviant uh, revolution that comes forward. Peter, I'm looking at an article here from the College Fix, and it tells us about the uh, Portland State University has uh, just released a list of its LGBTQ community members and supporters. And this year's list obtained by Young America's Foundation includes now more than 20 genders and sexual orientations, including one called Saul Chad. I'm not sure what that quite is, but they've got things like a demisexual panromantic, genderqueer, trans person, non-binary, non-binary trans transmasculine, gender fluid, trans fluid, gender queer, all none, just me, and then this queer Saul Chad and, and several others here, too. Yeah, Jim, I mean, the, the, the Bible says in Jeremiah that our hearts are, are desperately wicked, um, and we are confused. And so if you're going to base identities based on subjective feelings, where does it end? It doesn't end. They've taken the boundaries away. And as I, I'm sorry to keep reiterating this, but it's important because many conservatives will not admit this, but it began with the mainstreaming of homosexuality. That's why I'm so distressed that so many conservatives now, people like Guy Benson on Fox News, who's a homosexual himself in a so-called marriage, they're promoting homosexuality to conservatives. And, and they're trying to say, we're all, but we're against the transgender agenda. But all these perverse agendas flowed out of the sexual revolution, which then became the gay revolution, and now look where we are. We're at the point where masses and masses of our young people are deeply confused, and it would be one thing if they were just confused in their mind, but many of these kids are harming their bodies. We're seeing the movement promoting the idea that teenagers should be able to access, uh, you know, so-called gender medicine, which is basically harming your body, either taking hormones or actually physically harming your uh, for example, women having their healthy breasts removed, they're saying that should be accessible to young people mm-hmm. because that's who they are. And it's just a terrible, terrible, evil movement. But the media pretends like it's normal. Yeah. And, and Peter, the families are being devastated. I mean, just coming out recently, just within the last couple of days, Redux.info, several sites are carrying the story of a family in Glasgow, Montana, is accusing their state's child protective services of kidnapping their teenage daughter after the girl began to identify as a transgender boy. And and they had, uh, you know, child and family services, what they call the Montana Child and Family Services, show up at their home to speak with their daughter, do an inspection. They've actually taken custody of this girl to take her to another state in order to get her the, the you know, the, the treatment that the girl wants, uh, you know, and, and remove them from mom and dad. Yeah, and two things about that story are very important, Jim. Number one, this is Montana. And I watched most of the video uh, that was, uh, thankfully, uh, one conservative captured the video before the video was taken down of the parents. But 
Jim, it's crazy. They went to the, I think they went to the hospital or they went to somewhere where the daughter was, and they said, we would respectfully ask that you not call our daughter using the, the masculine pronouns. Mm-hmm. And they just sort of laughed and, and, and smirked at the parents as if they knew better than their own parents how right. to deal with this child, with this girl. And um, this is Montana we're talking about. And so the left has now jumped the shark and they are claiming the children as their own. And that's important to understand, because there was a time when the gay movement said, we don't want anything to do with children, right? All we want is tolerance. We just want to be left alone. That was how they sold the gay movement mm-hmm. back in the uh, the gay activist movement, uh, proud homosexuality, back in the 60s and 70s. Now look where we are. They're claiming that they that they know better what to do with a trans, so-called trans child, than the parents themselves. And they're even willing to take them away from the parents because they're smarter than us, Jim. They're, they're more noble. They, they just know better how to deal with kids than, than the own parents. It's, it's evil what's happening. And Joe Biden, uh, as president, is 100% behind this radical evil agenda. I understand their daughter, 14 years old now, taken from the parents, moved to Wyoming where they can, uh, you know, proceed with uh, procedures on, on her. And, and Peter, it's very alarming because, you know, taking one to a state and there are other states that are saying, you know, we're going to be this, this sanctuary state for allowing those who are identifying as, as, as the opposite sex to come and, and to have the body mutilating surgeries or, or giving them the cross-sex hormones. And, and uh, states are opening their arms for this. But here, here's a, a, a daughter taken from a mom and dad, a minor daughter. Right. And, Jim, the activists on the left can't have it both ways. On the one hand, they say, oh, the conservatives, they're lying. We don't want to do this to young people. This is for people over 18. And then you see a story like this where they're claiming. And and let's also remember that, Jim, I think more than 1,000 schools, mostly public schools, have official policies on their – even on their school websites – Saying that it is the the school does not have to reveal to the parents when they're when a, when a student is pursuing so-called gender transitioning, they do not have to inform the parents. So they're hiding this information from the parents in the name of quote unquote protecting the the uh, identity of the student. And so it's a war against parental rights. It's a war against God. It's a war against parents. And we simply must put a stop to this. And Peter, often we find a, a judge who who give his condolence, you know, give his blessing. On, on child protective services, thinking this is in the best interest of the child. What, what do you want, your, your child to commit suicide if you don't get this treatment? Right. And the suicide has been used effectively as a scare tactic. And the children use it themselves. And so the parents are put in an awful place. But the, the sad thing is, is that they go to these so-called experts. And a lot of these so-called experts on the left and we're talking doctors, nurses, uh, pract- uh, nurse practitioners, uh, you know, all sorts of professors. They are have totally jumped to the pro-LGBT side, and so they're not getting objective uh, uh, information from the experts, so-called. And and so there, you have the parents, you know, basically siding oftentimes with this terrible agenda, and and they're afraid of suicide. But there are studies that show that that is not. I mean, that is, first of all, that is often exaggerated. Um, and the idea that you should be able to harm children, they should be able to harm themselves. The same children who can't even, I don't think in some schools, get an aspirin right. without getting a, a, a permission from their parents yep. are able to pursue this radical uh, lifestyle. is ridiculous. We're up against a break. Uh, Peter LaBarbera with us here today. We'll be back in one minute. You're listening to Crosstalk on the VCY American Network. Back to Genesis with Dr. John Morris, scientist and president of the Institute for Creation Research. Dr. Morris, in an evolutionary sense, what do the terms advanced and primitive mean? Crisp primitive animals are thought to be those that evolved long ago, which gave rise to more and more advanced types. Single-cell organisms are the most primitive, and then marine invertebrates and up to fish, amphibians, mammals, and eventually man, the most advanced of all. Within each mammal type, evolutionists say that the more advanced ones are the ones that are modern, but extinct varieties were hardly primitive. Chris, the whole concept of primitive advances an evolutionary idea which is wrong on the face of it. Evolution did not happen. God created each basic category, much as we see it today. None is more advanced than the other. Each is complex. And that's the way I see it from a back-to-Genesis perspective. Visit our website at icr.org. I'm Chris O'Brien. Thanks for tuning in. 
friends, the LGBTQ plus agenda is continuing to make its advancements. Uh, discussing that with us today is Peter LaBarbera, the founder and president of Americans for Truth and uh, getting a new group started called Center for Morality. Uh, Peter, let's move into the sports arena here. And we know the National Football League, they have no games during June, what is termed Pride Month. Yet they're going out of their way to bow to the diversity, equity, and inclusion movement by hosting an LGBTQ plus Pride Night leading up to the Super Bowl. They're holding this event next Wednesday in Vegas, partnering uh, with a group called GLAD. Uh, they were known as the Gay and Lesbian Alliance Against Defamation. According to Yahoo News, the NFL Senior Vice President and Chief Diversity and Inclusion Officer Jonathan Bean said the event is, quote, yet another strong step to accelerating acceptance and demonstrating the NFL's unwavering support of the LGBTQ community. Yeah, now, Jim, let's back up a little bit here on GLAD. GLAD, as you said, Gay and Lesbian Alliance Against Defamation. This is a left-wing pressure group. Uh, I know even the conservative press des- describes it sort of benignly, but GLAD is a hardcore left anti-Christian group that favors censorship for example, of ex-gays. I remember a long time ago, Jim, I've been at this three decades, as as have you, I think. We've been at this together. Yeah. And as you re- remember, a long time ago, GLAD was in favor of censoring. There was an ad campaign featuring ex-gays, and they, they lobbied to have that. That was back when people read actual printed newspapers, and they were uh, in favor of, of, of taking those ads down. So GLAD is a pro-censorship, left-wing, organization and what an amazing thing that the NFL which is pretty much like a you know a macho used to be a macho thing mm-hmm. mostly men watching football you know uh, not not political now they're throwing themselves in the like in with the likes of glad these hardcore left groups and then they expect their fans you know not to not not to you know just to go along with it and a lot of people are saying you know I like football but I just I just can't stand this politicization yep. this wokeness this pro homosexuality pro transgenderism by the NFL just, just play crazy. the game just play the game <laughs> you know play pe- the game yeah uh, and we understand, Peter, they're, they're, the NFL is even going after youth in, in promoting this lifestyle as well. Uh, we understand they're hosting uh, the second annual Pride Flag football clinic at the Super Bowl experience to show allyship, allyship toward LGBTQ plus youth and promoting the National Gay Football League. Yeah, it, it's just a travesty. Um, the DE, there's a there's a counter reaction now against DEI, but I think the NFL knows that people love football so much that they kind of put up with this stuff. Yeah. However, just when remember when uh, the football players were taking the knee, that bit of leftism that had an impact, and I think this is going to have an impact. I think the days of of the DEI running rampant throughout corporations with no pushback are over. Americans are sick and tired of it. We're seeing, uh, according to one poll, a rise for the first time in years, uh, rising the percentage percentages of people saying they're against homosexuality. Um, and so this is ridiculous, but they are partnering with hardcore left-wing organizations, which are radically pro-gen- pro-transgender, pro-homosexuality, and it must stop. Well, Peter, it's advancing here in other sports as well, and namely, it is really targeting women's sports with the so-called transgender movement with this as well. Uh, Washington Stand, for instance, uh, just last week, told us of a male professional golfer identifying as female, allowed to compete in a women's tournament, won the event. This is Haley Davidson, 30-year-old Scottish golfer, born James Scott Davidson, came in first place at the NXXT Women's Classic in Orlando. The the win put Davidson in first place uh, position to qualify for the Epson Tour, the developmental tour of the Ladies Professional Golf Association. In the last five events which he has played, Davidson has finished in the top 10 in each, including two second-place finishes, currently leads this NXXT Tour with 1,320 points, 150 points ahead of the second-place women's player. And uh, a a story also says that the tennis legend and women's sports advocate Martina Navratilova expressed concern after Davidson's win, commenting, quote, this really needs to end sooner rather than later. Male bodies, however, they might identify, do not belong in women's sports. Absolutely. And um, apparently uh, the backlash has led this NXXT tour to say that they're going to require additional, quote, testosterone testing. But, Jim, you know, why not just ban biological men? 
biologically born men from competing in women's sports. This is outrageous. This is what the left, this is, you know, the left talked about the war on women. This is a war on women and a war on girls. Allowing males to participate in female sports is preposterous. Of course, this guy's going to have uh, an advantage. I mean, you look at golf. I played a little golf. My dad was a big golfer, Jim. You had the women's tees, you had the men's tees, and then you kind of had the, the pro tees behind that. The male tees were behind the women's tees because men have greater strength. Now, I don't know if they still do that, but men possess more strength. They can drive the ball farther. Uh, it's just a fact. And um, th- this is just making a mockery of sports, but it's also leading to America becoming a laughing stock, Jim. I mean, we used to be the model for the world. We used to to be like Reagan said. We we you know he wanted America to be the the light. What was the phrase, Jim? The, a light a light on the. It was a biblical phrase. A light a, on a light the hill. The, nation, or, yeah. the, light, the light on the hill. Mm-hmm. I, I'm forgetting the phrase now. But now we're we're sort of the we're sort of polluting the world. We're polluting the world with this immorality, this silliness, this this ridiculousness, and America is becoming a laughingstock. Well, and it's not just in golf, Peter. It's happening so often in in so many different sports. Uh, uh, here also, and, and I think it just entered the women's boxing as well, but now here we have the, this is from Newsmax, about Leah Thomas, the transgender swimmer. This is a male identifying as a female and is working to overturn the Olympics uh, you know, a ban at this point, the Summer Olympics in Paris, there are rules that have been adopted. But now keep in mind that Mr. Thomas is six foot one, six foot one, just towers over his competitors and, and, and uh, you know, trying to, you know, fight this has won so many matches against uh, uh, biological women and, and now trying to secretly overturn rules for the 2024 Olympics. Right. It, it's. Uh, I, I hope he's. He does not find success. I mean, wingspan is a huge thing in swimming. Yes. Of course, bigger, stronger, faster men are going to have an advantage. And um, thank God for Riley Gaines, the the women's uh, you know champion of yes. women's sports, who's fought this. I think this is a loser issue. Of course, the Democrats are promoting this, Jim, and a lot of these. A lot of these uh, state legislators, and including in Congress at the federal level, when there's pushback by Republicans, a lot of times, Jim, I don't know, sometimes there's no Democrat at all that takes the side of protecting women's sports. Maybe sometimes there's one or two, but the Democratic Party is completely sold out to this radical transgender agenda. And I'm very curious to see in this next presidential election if the press is going to even are they going to hide this from being covered? Are they never going to mention it? Or they're actually going to let Joe Biden take questions on this? Yeah, and here's another sport, Peter, and this is now surfing. And this just came out this week here, too, CBN News, about Rip Curl, which is an iconic surf brand, under fire after featuring a transgender female. That would be a a, a male identifying uh, as a female, a competitive surfer on a now-deleted Instagram post promoting women's surfing. We have this Western Australian professional longboarder identifies as female um, and... Uh, uh, and we know Bethany Hamilton, who is uh, uh, a champion surfer, and she was uh, the uh, shark attack survivor, announced, she says, I'm not going to compete in the World Surf League anymore if they allow biological men to surf in women's events. Peter, it's just right. not fair. Yeah, and they and, and the one thing we know about the left is they're always on offense. So we have to get keep on offense against them. We need laws protecting this. It was overridden in Ohio when Governor DeWine vetoed the bill that would have protected women's sports. I don't know why he did that. I think it's lunacy. But again, um, there's a lot of pushback. And the good thing is, I hope, is that Americans are starting to see that all these left-wing causes are connected. First of all, all the LGBT, whatever they stand for, the ever-expanding acronym, those are all connected. But also, you'll notice that a lot of the LGBT groups partner with the uh, CRT, you know, the, the, the uh, race hysteria mm-hmm. and other left-wing causes. And Americans are starting to see that this all runs together on the left. Yeah. 
Well, Peter, it ex- extends beyond just the competition, but it, it extends into the locker rooms and shower rooms as well. A very disturbing story out of Canada of a of a 50-year-old man who is identifying as a 13-year-old girl and allowed to shower with 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 the teens. And, and it's outrageous, part of this local swim club that's going on, and girls and parents are objecting, but but how do how do things like this even happen? Well, um, I have a little experience with Canada, Jim. I was arrested in Canada merely for passing out information at a public university about the health hazards of homosexual behavior. Canada is uh, far ahead of the United States in terms of this radical left agenda. Um, there's there's just not there's pushback, but nothing like there is in the United States because it's just a further gone society. But this pervert, and I'm going to call him a pervert, Jim, because that's what this is. He's a 50 year old man. He wants to to go into into a, a private space where there are teenage girls. In a sane society, this man should be arrested and put in jail. Um, this is this is complete idiocy. And it's it's predatory behavior on his part, and only a society that's collapsing would tolerate this nonsense. Uh, God help us if it is tolerated in the United States. I think in the United States, if this man tried to do that, there there might be consequences from private citizens because this is uh, the the, the um, this is allowing a predatory pervert into a young female environment, and it's just wrong. Yeah, it, not happen. it is just wrong, folks. It's more morally wrong. It's biblically wrong. And and uh, we'll be touching on that aspect here. And it's safety. It's, it's safety, safety wrong. Yes, it How is. How are these girls protected? I mean, if I had a daughter who was swimming on a swim team, and I found out that there was a 50-year-old twisted individual, male, who wanted to go in there, first of all, the idea of competing, that's ridiculous, but then even being allowed in the showers and the locker rooms with these girls, I would be there. First of all, my daughter would be pulled out, but I would be there to confront this individual because this is crazy. Peter LaBarbera with us here today. Peter, we're going to get to another issue, and now it is uh, the Biden administration and appointments uh, in the three years. And I'm looking at the advocate, uh, Peter. This is a, a LGBT, uh, you know, promoting a, a group. Um, they are reporting that in three years, President Biden's nominations have helped to bring broader diversity to the federal judiciary. Now, Biden and the Senate Democrats are poised to tie a record for confirmations of LGBTQ plus judges. If the Senate approves Judges Nicole, uh, I'm sorry, Nicole Burner and Melissa Dubose, Biden will tie former President Barack Obama's record of appointing 11 openly LGBTQ plus lifetime judges to the federal bench. The thing is, Obama had eight years. Biden's done it in three years. The confirmations would come at a time when more LGBTQ plus rights cases are being fought in courts across the country and even making their way to the U.S. Supreme Court. Right. This is the plan. Uh, and the, the gay and trans left has been at this a long time. They have groups that are specifically trying to get people in elected office, homosexuals and transgender, so-called transgender uh, people, um, and uh, and especially the judiciary. And further on in that article, Jim, the Advocate article, and the Advocate is a homosexual magazine, um, further in the article, it talks about why they think this is so important. And it talks about, quote, you have one individual here on their side saying, uh, the numerous bills that have been advanced to intentionally harm the LGBT community. Well, this is precisely what we were just talking about, the bills to try to stop the radical transgender agenda. Um, They want these judges in there to stop these bills. So the left, whatever is usually the end justifies the means. They talk about democracy if if it suits them. But when when democracy, so-called, and really we're a republic, we're not a democracy, but when the, the people, we the people, stop this and try to stop this insanity through our legislators, then they come in and say, oh, well, we want judges to stop that. So it's end justifies the means. Yeah, it is. Peter LaBarbera with this. AmericansForTruth.com or .org. You'll get through to them back in one minute here on Crosstalk. It happens to many. You go through life on cruise control until the phone rings indicating a tragedy has occurred. Maybe you visit the doctor and receive devastating news. Or perhaps a spouse or family member is suddenly taken. You feel like the rug has been pulled out from underneath you and your life forever changed. What do we do when our normal is gone? In the book, A New Normal, Dr. Les Olala guides the reader through four biblical steps when your normal is suddenly taken away. You'll learn that God doesn't intend to harm you with these events and circumstances. 
but rather His plan is to perfect you and to strengthen your faith. One copy of A New Normal is available for a donation of $10, three copies for $24, or five copies for a donation of $35. Call 1-800-729-9829. Friends, as a watchman, we're sounding the alarm. What is happening in our society today as we are seeing the advancement of the LGBTQ plus agenda. It's continuing its advancement through society today in so many different ways. I mean, we talked about what, what's going on right now as as the indoctrination through the educational system is taking hold on so many lives. We're seeing that, uh, you know, the, the pastime of many, of uh, football, uh, the, the NFL pro- promoting big time uh, the LGBTQ plus agenda. We see it happening throughout sports, all kinds of women's sports, uh, women being decimated by 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 men who are identifying as women, taking records away, taking even scholarships uh, away from from women who have worked hard and diligently to pursue uh, in their in their careers and advance in their sport. Uh, we are seeing this happen on all levels of sports. We're seeing it encroach within the the dressing rooms and the showers. Friends, it's happening in in government as more LGBTQ plus judges are being confirmed, uh, even by this administration and. Uh, let's take a look at another issue, and it's uh, the Veterans Administration. Here is a headline from Western Journal. Veterans Affairs sued to provide gender-affirming surgery to 163,000 transgender vets. It's the Transgender American Veterans Association filed a federal lawsuit demanding that the Department of Veterans Affairs foot the bill, folks, that's your taxpayer dollars, for their sex change surgery. The lawsuit filed in the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Federal Circuit follows a letter sent out by the TAVA group last November's Transgender Day of Remembrance, demanding that the VA start paying for surgeries or face legal action. The Daily Signal also reporting VA hospital plans to ramp up sex change surgeries and are doubling down on the gender ideology uh, document show. A Department of Veterans Affairs facility in Seattle requested more than $600,000 in fiscal year 2023 to build and staff a surgical facility for performing gender transition surgeries, although the VA has yet to approve such procedures. Documents obtained by the Daily Caller News Foundation. Peter, this is atrocious. Yeah, uh, once again, this is insanity that we could not have even imagined maybe five, ten years ago, Jim. Can you imagine the incentive at paying for these grotesque surgeries, which try to do the impossible because you can't change your sex, but, you know, lopping off a a woman's breasts, uh, and we can't even describe them, they're so gross. Can you imagine the incentive that taxpayer funding for these surgeries will will cause? It's going to lead to more people with mental issues, mental health issues, going into the military because they want to get this covered. I, I can't. I don't know what the cost is now. It's. I know it's many thousands of dollars for these surgeries. If if they are covered through the state with our taxpayer dollars, this will lead to more people in the military at a, at the very same time when we're having we're struggling to get patriotic conservative, God-fearing you know, Americans into these services. So this is insanity. And again, where are the Republicans? They need to step up and, and pass legislation denying this coverage. I know Trump said he would not approve this. I think he said that. But I mean, this is just a, a ridiculous policy. And I'm suspecting that Joe Biden is probably sympathetic with the transgender activists. Well, he is because he called as he ran for president, a, a transgender and being the civil rights issue of our time. He views right. transgenderism as a civil right. Right. Which is the, the, the most grotesque corruption of the civil rights movement. I mean, first homosexuals stole the civil rights movement, you know, and, and we remember, Jim, we've been at this so long. Remember when we used to say being homosexual is not like being black. You know, right. race is something you are born with. It's who yes. you are, really. It's, you can't change a skin color. But homosexuality is something that you can overcome. And we know the wonderful stories like Darren Mel, Stephen Black, these men and women who have overcome homosexuality. Their, their lives are renewed. Second Corinthians 5.17, you are a new creation in Christ. And these wonderful stories, you can't do that with race. So it started with homosexuality, and now we're seeing it applied to transgenderism, which is just 
insane. And I think it is building resentment among black Americans who know what the real civil yeah. rights movement was all about. First Corinthians 6, 9, Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God, and such were some of you. But ye are washed, ye are sanctified, ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. Peter, uh, individuals can change. Scripture says, such were some of you, and uh, we know that many have changed, uh, but through the power of the Spirit of God. Right, absolutely. But, Jim, the sad thing is, is as Americans kick God to the curb, and that poll we talked about earlier, you know, showed that, that this Gen Z is far less religious Far fewer going to church than previous yeah. generations. But look at what Benjamin Franklin, who wasn't even a Christian, said in 1787. Benjamin Franklin, our found, one of our founding fathers, quote, only a, virtu- a virtuous people are capable of freedom. As nations become more corrupt and vicious, they have more need of masters, unquote. And so tyranny follows the, the fall from morality, which follows the, fall, the, the abandonment of God. And that's what we're seeing in our culture, which I think is, you know, presses the need for a, a revival in America, because only God-fearing people can, you know, it turns out, you know, wanted to be virtuous and defend virtue and freedom. And, and there's, there's a, a rising tyranny that's coming our way, and we're seeing the interlocking of, you know, the liberalizing, the Marxism that's coming, the cultural Marxism, with the, the, the entire national security apparatus, our government institutions, our educational institutions, combined with the sexual immorality that's that's defended in the name of rights, which is perverse in and of itself, but this this growing immorality. And Jim, I, I have to say, where are our, our conservative leaders when we see more than one in five or even one in four of the younger generation saying we are identifying ourselves by sexual or gender perversion? Where are the conservative leaders? And the, and where's our pastor saying we this is a national crisis? we're facing. What are we going to try to do about it? Well, and that's a great question, Peter. I'm just going to point out, we can't, don't have time to go in depth in the story, but uh, the story broke here just uh, within days, days ago of uh, a radio ministry, uh, the, the American Family Association, that has dropped uh, the program with Alistair Begg, uh, Truth for Life, uh, in that uh, it was a September podcast, we understand, that Begg discussed the issue of a Christian attending a same-sex wedding. Uh, and actually, this was a, a, a grandson that was going to get married to a transgender. Uh, so this, I guess, would be a, a male identifying as a female. So it would be like a homosexual wedding. And uh, understand, according to to the transcript of that Q and A, that that uh, as long as uh, the person said, "Should I be attending this wedding?" and and uh, evidently Pastor Begg indicated, "Well, do they know you're a Christian? And do they know that the Word of God speaks against us?" And as they answered all the affirmative, then said, "Well, you know, go go and and buy them a present." And a lot of controversy has come out as a result of. Uh, Alistair Begg saying this, and and uh, we know he just preached a message, I understand, recently, uh, you know, supporting his stand on this regard. Others are taking exception with it at this time. But doesn't this throw question marks into the Christian community on, on acceptance, marriage to be a picture of Christ in the church, and that how, how such a wedding would distort that picture? Absolutely. And this, this is a terrible mistake that he made. And I wish he kind of just would have said, look, I, I, I made a mistake because... And, and apparently the grandmother was was going to give a Bible at, that was going to be the gift to this grandson who was in, involved in this perverse so-called wedding. And, and of course, it's not a marriage. And But, Jim, it, it's so illogical because does everybody at that wedding – uh, know that this uh, that that this this woman that who would ostensibly go to this perverse so-called wedding do they all know that she doesn't support it? I mean, if Alistair Begg showed up at a homosexual so-called marriage ceremony, wouldn't the the average person say, "Oh, wow, Alistair Begg is okay with this," even though he's not? 
if if you or I showed up at a, at something celebrating homosexuality, wouldn't most people question why we were there? It seems so illogical to me, and it's and I I just think it's it's terrible. But at least there's now that with with uh, social media, there's the the ability of people to quickly react. And so I hope he learns from this, Alistair Begg, uh, because it's not hatred or or bigotry. It's just people who who want to say, look, the whole society, the world is pandering to this to this immorality. We can't have Christians pandering as well. And I think the biggest thing is don't treat this as the special sin, you know, the special lifestyle. I think it is special in the sense that it's actually uh, condemned more in Scripture. This is what uh, 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 my friend, uh, the Bible and homosexuality um, guy, <laughs> uh, Robert Gagnon, says, uh, one of the world's leading authority on homosexuality, says actually, you know, from the Old Testament, homosexuality is right up there with child sacrifice. So God sees it as an abomination. But other, but we shouldn't treat it the other way, like it's somehow special. We have to be extra nice, as if that's going to win people into the kingdom of God. I've had people come to me, Jim, people who have left homosexuality, who said they appreciated that we had a stance that said no, because they're looking for people to affirm what they know deep down that, to, that the Bible says it's wrong. They're not looking for people to, to go against the Bible. People who are in sin sometimes need somebody to say no, so that it, it jolts their conscience and they come back to God. Peter, uh, the clock is going faster than the number of stories I have today, but I do want you to address this issue of polyamory, which you brought up earlier. Uh, This is a movement, and and I need you to describe what is polyamory, and it's a movement that is growing. It's growing intensely, and and so, again, we need to give a warning pertaining to it. Yes, um, and this is multiple partner uh, so-called relationships, uh, I guess this is like bigamy on steroids, uh, Jim. I didn't America. We did. We we did not let allow Utah into the union until they condemned or they they got rid of their pro uh, bigamy policy in the, the Mormon Church. Uh, I know the Mormon Church is not a Christian church, uh, but um, th- this is this is the latest fad that the media is getting behind. And it's usually a man with multiple women, and it gets more complicated when they have children, and then you have a man who has basically multiple sexual partners under one roof. You have kids with a mom, and then the father is with other women. I mean, think of the confusion. Think of what they're setting these poor children up for, Jim. We thought homosexual parenting was bad, and it is. Uh, intentionally fatherless, intentionally motherless households. But this is this is even crazier. And of course, the media, Jim, as usual, is mainstreaming it. You know, they are. And uh, according to an article in the Daily Signal, a third of Americans, including an astonishing 51 percent of 18 to 29 year olds, say that an open marriage is acceptable. Open marriage, that is uh, having multiple partners uh, within that that marriage. And, uh, Peter, we some are asking, is 2024 the year of polyamory? I mean, because it's it's becoming popular and and becoming in some circles acceptable. Okay, but let's be careful, Jim, because we know how the gay movement operated 30 years ago. They said there were 10 percent, and they they did that to to conflate their you know to, to conflate their power to say, uh, oh, it's greater than it is. Of course, now it's past 10 percent for the young generation. So, but I, the, remember, these perversions gain traction when they get you know they do these push polls and they're getting people to say, wow, this is a lot more common than you think. I don't think polyamory is very common. I think it's a big fringe movement, but we. We know from experience, we know how the media works. They want to talk about it like it's very, very common, and it's gaining traction. And then they want to say, well, you can't be bigoted against these non-monogamous relationships. Who are you, Jim? Just because you're in a monogamous marriage, who are you to condemn them? That's just poly. There's actually, I've seen the word polyphobia being used already, Jim, just like transphobia and homophobia before it. This is all a massive left-wing propaganda operation to normalize sexual perversion. Peter LaBarber with his friends. We're going to open our phone lines, 800-733-9829. Your questions, your brief comments, 1-800-733-9829. You're listening to Crosstalk on the VCY American Network. For the Worldview Report, I'm Brandon House. I've been talking on my broadcast about the border convoy. They're going to California and Texas and Arizona 
And it all is culminating at Eagle Pass, apparently, or near there on Sunday, February 3rd. Reporters on the ground that I'm interviewing, many of them citizen reporters, are saying that three different state agencies are warning that this could be a problem and the FBI will be present. Is this another J6-style setup? I know some people indeed definitely want to express their concerns about what's happening in America. But Americans and Christians need to be very wise and very discerning because there are a lot of pitfalls and snares that have been set to, well, manufacture a crisis. So pray for our nation. So many of you want to do something. I get it. I believe in the power of prayer. Indeed, the prayers of the righteous availeth much. Be discerning, be wise, and pray. And friends, with this program of warning today on what's taking place in our society, there there are some bright lights. Uh, For instance, hats off to the Ohio legislators for overriding the veto of Governor DeWine there in that state, uh, who had vetoed legislation uh, that would have protected uh, women's sports and protected children from body mutilating surgeries and and uh, forever making uh, you know harmful choices for their bodies. So hats off there. Also, we see that the, uh, the state of Florida has uh, said your driver's license must reflect your biological sex, not your gender identity. So there are things that are happening. You need to be plugged into what's happening within your state. Let's go to the phone lines, and uh, let's begin with Dave in Phoenix, Arizona. Dave, you're on the air. Uh, Yes, Jim. Uh, You believe in the Ten Commandments, correct? Do I believe in it? Yes, I do believe in the Ten Commandments. Okay. Well, I think a lot of it, uh, a lot of cause of this is the fact that from the pulpit, uh, the Ten Commandments are no longer preached. And uh, that's why we're in the uh, the mess we're in. And there's another, I just wanted to add this, got one more topic called polygamy. It's marriage to yourself. So all the narcissists can get married to their self, I guess. And uh I don't know uh, if the government's figured out if they do they get double uh, Medicare programs then or how how does that work? Yeah, thank you, Dave. For you know, Peter, it just shows the lunacy of going down this path. Once you open Pandora's box, there is no limit to what can be under the term of the umbrella of acceptability. Yeah, the Ten Commandments shall shall have no idol before me. The idol is is basically self love self you know this idea and this and this perverse movement has become an idol in america that's very clear jim uh, paul in republic michigan you're on the air yes uh a couple of years ago i was in walmart with my granddaughter she needed to use the restroom and there was a man that walked out of that restroom well i went out to lunch on the guy but i got told by the manager not to come back since then i talked to the pastor the church and even the mother of that child continue to shop at that place. How are we going to get anybody to listen to us if we promote their agenda? Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Paul. Uh, Peter, your comment. Yeah, I mean, we just need some people to have courage. There's a lot of people standing up against the trans agenda. I think people need to continue to stand against so-called homosexual marriage, of course, the trans agenda, but, but we, we just have to stand for our convictions. There are people who have truly suffered, like what Jim, was, Jim, what you were talking about, this family in Montana mm-hmm. who had their daughter taken away. How can we not take a, a stand on I mean, something like the Super Bowl or, or like this, this situation that the, the gentleman described? You know, Peter, we got to point out there are predators that are out there and they're taking advantage of this. I I heard a drag queen uh, who used the term, we are grooming the next generation. There is preterism that is taking place. Yes, and we we face a movement, the gay movement, now the trans movement, that just doesn't understand the innocence of kids. They don't respect children's innocence. The very fact that they're propagandizing them with gender propaganda, and before that it was homosexual propaganda, these are kids who don't even know what sex is yet, Jim, at the youngest level. I mean, how can you talk to them about mainstreaming homosexuality? And Jim, we both know it's over three decades now. Daddy's roommate, Heather has two mommies. This is more than three decades old. This is a long time coming, and hopefully we're not reacting when it's too late now. Terry in Danville, Kentucky, you're on the air. Important to God, I just need to look and see where the enemy attacks most viciously. Parenting, obviously marriage. 
and I just appreciate y'all being there. Um, one other thing, genuine love has God as its source. Hmm. Anything else is not love. So if you love somebody, but you're not willing to tell them that what they're doing is wrong, can you really say you love them? Yeah. Thank you all for being there. Thank you for your call. Uh, Scott, and, and what was the phrase that Obama introduced and Michelle Obama as well? Love is love yeah. to mainstream homosexuality. What, what does that mean? You know, is is polyamorous, you know, multiple, is that just another love? Is that just like our marriages, Jim? This whole movement is perverse, and it peddles the most outrageous lies, but the media is their megaphone. Clarksburg, West Virginia, we have Scott calling. You're on the air, Scott. Yeah, I I had a comment. You know how the Civil Rights um, Act uh, popularized the notion of all these immoralities? Uh, and since then, uh, the government and culture here in America has become more and more captive to like these demonic and deceiving spirits, and are and are de- and are even, like you know they're promoting these deceptions, uh, making the conscience of the masses here in America less accurate and seared, as Paul says in the First Timothy, mm-hmm. chapter four, verse two through three. And unless conservatives take drastic action, God's judgment is imminent, just like you said, the days of Lot. Yeah, indeed. Thank you. Malcolm in Osprey, Florida, you're on the air. Oh, good uh, afternoon. Dr. Malcolm Williamson here from uh, Florida. Yeah. Yeah, I want to talk quickly about the naked communist. And the reason being is that this was well outlined by official testimony before the U.S. Congress, 1956. Yes. And Articles 17 to 32 address every issue you're talking about yep. today. In 1956, the communists said they would do it. Yep, you're They've right. They've done it. The communist manifesto. This should be mandatory reading for everyone. The communists don't want you to read this book, but it was written by Cleon Skousen, S-K-O-U-S-E-N, and it should be mandatory reading for every high school student and every college student. Thank you, Malcolm. I'm going to try and squeeze Ed in Oregon, our final call today. Go ahead, Ed. You're on the air. Hi. There's just a comment. There's an acronym that I read just the other day. It's K-O-K-T-D. Keep on kicking the devil. We are no longer one nation under God. Hmm. We are one nation under false gods. Hmm. Thank you for your comment. Peter, we're down to half a minute. What would you like to leave with our listeners today? Well, the last guy really got it right. Yes, we we are under, it's a demonic uh, assault. And I think what every Christian must say is, and pray, what can I do to stand for truth? Well, even if it's just witnessing the truth and helping people to see the gospel, which does change people. That's the, the, the All these lies do not stop the yeah. truth of the gospel, that Jesus Amen. died for our sins. And there are many people who were caught up in perversion once who have now seen, uh, have, have behold the forgiveness the atonement of Jesus, and our walking in truth. And that's what we have to work for and also fight this evil in the culture. You shall know the truth. The truth shall set you free. Peter LaBarber with us today from Americans for Truth. You can check out his site, americansfortruth.com or .org. He'll get you through his site. Starting a new group uh, up and running soon called the Center for Morality. Peter, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you, Jim. Thanks for the opportunity. God bless. And friends, we thank you for joining us here today on Crosstalk. Not a pleasant topic, but one you need to know about, be warned about as well. But let's live the life of Jesus. You've been listening to Crosstalk via satellite and the Internet from VCY America. Views expressed may or may not be those of this station. For a CD of today's program, send a donation of $6 or more to VCY Tape Ministry, 3434 West Kilbourne Avenue, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 53208. Or download by RSS or podcast from crosstalkamerica.com. And join us again for Crosstalk. Crosstalk.